With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's the thing about Germany, why I made the curators pick of the Hollywood French What's going on, people? Welcome to another great episode of Hashtag Observations by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister, Tanya M. Congress. Let's check out the mic. Let's see how everything is going today. Here we go. Good morning, international. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Can you hear me? Hear me? Okay, cool. So, oh, oh, oh. we're here to see. Oh, so, okay. how's your morning going so far? Wow, wow that was a gap <laughs> there. What's going on? Look, out of practice, just a couple of days off. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, this morning is going okay. It's kind of dreary here in Cleveland, Ohio. Starting to get cool, starting to get the cool weather. I was glad I didn't have a lot of trash to sit out yesterday, so I didn't have to sit it out. It could wait till next week. Because <laughs> I opened that door and I was like, I felt that cold. I was like, oh, shoot, I'm not ready for that. And the interesting thing about working from home, I work from home, and a lot of times I'm not even going outside. So I don't know what the weather is like. I can only go from like if it's raining, I can see it's raining or whatever, but I don't know what the temperature is other than if I have to turn the heat on a little bit or, and it's right at that time where you can't really tell Cleveland has strange weather around this time. Um, my mom used to call it uh flu weather, cold catching weather because it it's up and down. It'll be like right now, it'll go up to like 60 something uh, close to 70 and then it'll drop down to almost 30 at night. So you always have to have a jacket and stuff like that. But I went to bed late because I had been binge watching a couple of shows. I had been watching, um, uh, I keep on saying just Lord Bird. I know it's it's uh, more than that, but uh, it's about John Brown, the abolitionist. And um, so I, I've been binge watching that. Well, it's only three episodes so far, but I had to go and catch up with part two and then go into part three. And then Lovecraft Country, I was watching that too. So... And then I, I just got hit, but I was a little slow to Survivor's Remorse. I was slow on that. So I have been, been binge watching that a couple of days. So I was up kind of late, um, but I was up at about 10 this morning. And of course, I have my bowl of stuff here. It is, this camera confuses me. Uh, so I have frozen strawberries, frozen sliced <laughs> strawberries and frozen pineapple. And I got some walnuts in here today. And I have some ginger, of course. And then I have, I do real bad with this water. So I got me this big old cup 
and I'm drinking water out of this cup today. Um, I'm going to try to do that every day. I don't get, I'm very bad with, now, to my credit, I do drink water. It's just that carbonated water with the flavoring. That's not exactly, you know, because the flavoring is suspect. You know, the, the, the sweetener is suspect. It's not sugar, <laughs> but it's still suspect. So I got to transition out of that and drink more of this. <laughs> but I'm doing good, excited this morning, excited to be here as in every day. How's your morning going? Hey, you know, it's pretty good. You know, we're in Las Vegas. It's a nice 68 degrees. The sun is shining, but you can see the change and the shift and how the sun rises from the east. So you know that we are definitely in fall, right? We're definitely in fall. First of all, 213-943-3358. The chat line is open. 213-943-3358. If you want to just listen, just dial in and listen. But if you want to get in on the conversation on your touch tone, Ooh. press 1 and the signal will be sent to me. The icon will be sent to me that you want to get in on the conversation. And remember, the touch tone is a invention from an American black woman. That's right, technology, touch tone, right? So look, what else is going on here? Let's see. Okay, we have to shout out first to our people who are watching us on Periscope. Vimeo, FB, and of course the Film Review Life channel. The Film Review Life channel on, on YouTube. Make sure you go there and you press subscribe, subscribe, smash subscribe, smash the like button, smash the share button, share this out on all the various platforms to all your people, tag your people in it because we're getting ready to take a trip now speaking of carbonated water when i and my wife met at cleveland state at the uh at the uh cafeteria they had this brand called clearly canadian and my favorite flavor of clearly canadian was the cherry because you know i grew up like in cherry narrators, cherry cherry sticks, right? And then, you know, when I tasted cherries, the fake cherry wasn't too far away from the actual cherry, so I, I wasn't too disappointed. But clearly Canadian had the sparkling water, and it was so good. And you know what happened was they used to give us these uh, lunch cards. I'm gonna tell this real quick. I was in a summer program called the class program that pretty much made you ready to be a super freshman by the time you got there in the fall. You would know where classes were, how to go around the campus and get places easy. So we were in the dormitory in the summertime, so they gave us these lunch cards, right? So every Sunday evening the cafeteria cafeteria would close at about five and i don't know if this was group think but it it was a good group think because well not so good for the cafeteria because everyone would take their uh food cards and go in there and stock up their refrigerators from out <laughs> of the cafeteria so the cafeteria on monday 
will be depleted. I mean, they will have to reorder and stock up to be ready for that Monday because that Sunday we will wipe them out, right? So then of course they came down and said, no, that can no longer be done anymore. And that wouldn't be honored and such and such. Always taking something away from American black ingenuity. How to stock up, how to have your place. It was, so in other words, you were allotted a certain amount of money on this food card, but they didn't allow you to use all of the money on the food card. Always some kind of snit in the game. Right, two one three nine four three thirty three fifty eight. So that was group think. Like no one, no one told someone else that they were going to do it. We just naturally knew. For some reason, we just naturally gravitated and said, "Hey, let me pick up about six or seven of these clearly Canadians. Let me pick up a couple of those sandwiches and put them in the refrigerator to have." You know, <laughs> at night when the cafeteria closes. As a young person, you will starve. You're in the dormitory, nothing is open, and you have to wait until 6 a.m. for the dormitory cafeteria to open. And then later, at 10 o'clock, the UC uh, cafeteria would open. So you had to wait, and you'd be starving. And if you didn't have some money to go out to the subway, you know, so stocking up, gave you that opportunity, but then they cut that about the third or fourth weekend, and then they had a starving. You understand? So you only could get one meal. It's always some kind of some kind of but, snit in the game because you are allowed this certain amount of money. So yeah, you know. So what's the top? What are you doing sandwiches? Uh, oh, what, what did you say one more time? I said, "What? Okay, sandwiches sitting all weekend. They're no longer fresh on Monday. They may as well have let you take the sandwiches because they're not fresh on Monday. The bread well, is not. Well, well, you know, they probably put it back in the freezer and put it back at the. It had a certain expiration date. You know how things have certain expiration dates, and so it could go from, let's say, it's uh, May fifth, and the expiration date is May twenty first. And then they said they just put it back in the freezer and bring it back out and put it on the shelf. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's what was happening. So, just a little snip <laughs> in the game. It's just like a little snip in another group think while I'm thinking about this because this is this goes to the topic that we're talking about today. Another group think was we were at a banquet for the class program and they had these extra oversized black napkins. They were oversized, right? So I was sitting up there on the DJ booth and I'm sitting there and I fold it over. You know, I didn't get it dirty. I didn't get it greasy. And I had one that I greased up, but then I had like a couple and I and I kind of bent down and I tied it around. I said, this makes a perfect bandana. And these was, that was the bandana era. You know what I mean? Uh, naughty by nature, all them. They, 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 so when we got back to the dormitory, everybody had one of those oversized black napkins, a couple, and they were using them for bandanas. They gave us a fashion accessory at 
the luncheon. And of course, we had to hear about it because they said they're missing napkins. What are you going to do with those napkins? You were going to wash those napkins with the greasy chicken stains? So that is an example of group think and how we don't have and don't exercise group. We exercise group think on certain certain things and everybody say, oh yeah, and they smack hands and say, yeah. But when it comes to the scorpion and the frog, the political trade-off is often death. That's right. The scorpion and the frog, the political trade-off is often death. In Fargo 4, this just this past weekend, episode 4 of Fargo 4, there is a sequence where uh, Lloyd's son and Lloyd's henchmen are jailed. The police bust into a jazz club. You know, jazz was equated with quote-unquote drugs and all that. So they bust into this jazz club. You don't see it, but you see the aftermath. So they're in the jail, in the holding cell. And the rival boss, Justo Fado, comes in, right? And he says, he enters and he says, I'm paraphrasing, I'm seen as law-abiding, but you're seen as criminal. Even though I'm selling dope for women, I can run for president, but you can't. We've discussed the difference between deviance and defiance. Defiance. Which group uh, which group of people are seen, and we've discussed which group ha is seen as either defiant or deviant, right? But in this, but in this charged political climate, where people are so quick as American blacks to choose a side, not American black. Are we in a state of the scorpion and the frog? Let's discuss. The phone lines are open. And as usual, we have to start out with some memes to get us, you know, get the old joints Monday morning lubricated and going to get you going. So smash the share button, smash the like button because we are getting ready to disseminate some information. All right, here we go. So the first meme. You have three brains. You have three brains. Right? Let's look at each, right? Let's look at each. The head. The seat of logic and intellect. However, the unconscious mind directs around 90% of our behaviors. However, the unconscious mind directs about 90% of our behaviors. The gut, 90% of the body's serotonin involved in mood and management is produced in the gut. Eat well to feel well. And number three within you have three brains is 
the heart. Now, you know how people say, well, I felt, I feel with my heart. I let my heart be my guide. And people say, no, man, because you're actually thinking. However, people, scientifically, that is correct. There are more uh, neural pathways running from the heart to the head brain than from the head brain to the heart. There are more neural pathways running from the heart to the head brain than from the head brain to the heart. So that means what you feel good about and you know that 90% of our behavior is unconscious and 90% of the body's serotonin involved in mood and management is produced in the gut. So if someone is feeding you well, they bring you to a political banquet, a political dinner, and they're feeding you well, and they're making your heart feel good, then unconsciously, your behavior 90% out of the time is gonna move towards those people who are making you feel good and making you release that serotonin to the brain and making you release that dopamine, okay? So we just have to, you know, let you know that. Now go and research this now. Like we always say, these are our observations and our opinions. Now, ladies, I'm going to say ladies, no offense to this, right? No offense, right? But ladies, if you have yeast infections, these various herbs, these six amazing herbs can kill the release of yeast. However, fellas, guess what? You can also have yeast infections. And we're going to get to that because we have a presentation. You need to smash the share button and the like button because you can have yeast infections too. You know yeast is, I just learned this, yeast is nothing but mushrooms. That's right, mushrooms, or in the case of certain yeast, have you ever seen people who have really bad foot fungus? And doesn't it look like the toadstools that you see growing out of the bark or uh, in the forest? Have you ever been in the forest and seen toadstools growing out of bark or growing by themselves? Doesn't it look like the toadstools or mushrooms? Some toadstools are bad for you. Mushrooms are good, but they're all fungus. They say mushrooms are good for you, but it's all fungus, right? So you too can have yeast infections. Have you ever woken up? Luckily, I can say I've never had this happen. Have you ever woken up and seen that white film on your tongue? That's yeast. The foot fungus that you have on your feet that you got to get some athletic athletic odor eaters and all that and the foot powder to try to kill it. That is yeast. That is, that is mushrooms. 
toadstools growing on you because you are invaded by yeast. Smash the share button. We are going here. What does this have to do with the scorpion and the frog? The political trade-off is death. Smash the share button. So these six amazing herbs kill the fungi, okay? We have to be clear about that as we go. So we've told you about the serotonin and 90% of our thoughts are unconscious because if people are feeding you well and you're feeling good, your heart will grow fonder for them. Do you see how this works? Uh, how it works. Remember that old saying they used to say that women would say, uh, way to a man's heart is his stomach. And oh, scientifically, that is true. If you can cook and you make the person feel good, then unconsciously, they have, you got them, right? That's why it says not to eat, you know, the Old timers tell you don't eat, you know, no cake or no spaghetti or nothing from. But that's another story for another time. Okay, <laughs> here we go, people. This right here is very interesting as we grow our understanding, middle standing, and overstanding. This to the left is a bug on. Land. Now, we talked about this briefly, but I found the meme that talks about it more succinctly and distinctly. This is a bug on land, the left. The one on the right, this is a bug under water, right? Scrimps. The, the Southerners say scrimp, but it's shrimp or scrimp, lobsters, clams. Crabs and oysters are not food. They're bugs. Underwater bugs. Bottom feeders and scavengers. Not food. They are underwater bugs. Bottom feeders and scavengers. Not food. Now, we talked about Leviticus last week and we talked about we talked about the certain type of crickets and locusts that you can eat from that are good for protein but this is not that but again we work unconsciously and if something tastes good it hits our stomach the serotonin releases, the person is making you feel good, your heart feels fonder around them, your brain, though the seat of logic and knowledge, will subconsciously go their way. And isn't some of the things that are the worst for you taste some of the best that you have ever had? I mean, isn't that right? Yeah. What you got to say to that so far? That's so true. I remember my grandmother, my grandmother, oh my goodness, holiday time. She was throwing down. It would take her a week 
to put to do the preparations for the food she was cooking. See, now we're lazy. We do okay. We're gonna have greens or green beans on the menu. She have greens and green beans on the menu. She'd have fried chicken. She'd have turkey. She'd have a ham and chitlins. She would have in 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 seventy. She had them army pots and she would cook clean and cook seventy or eighty pounds of chitlins. Um, you know, enough for an army. And when she fried that chicken, she fried that chicken in lard. See, y'all don't know nothing about that. They, she would, and there is no, and lard is pork fat. So there is no better tasting fried chicken than fried chicken fried in lard in a cast iron skillet. But you know what? When that lard resolidifies back up after it cools off, that's the same thing it was doing in our arteries. So we we ceased using lard and we moved to Crisco. Now Crisco, it solidifies back up too. So we moved to cooking oil. And the chicken tastes less, I mean, you know, you can still make it taste good, but it still never tasted like it did in that lard. Uh, the greens with the two inches of grease packed on the top from the ham hocks when it cools off. And then you 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 eat those. Nothing tastes better than that. Pork is basically it's its own flavor. Like you you barely have to season pork. Lightly season it, it, making pork chops or something. Lightly salt and pepper. Not 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 a lot of anything. But this stuff kills, right? So here are these things. Now I was a seafood person, and I had heard. That, that lobster looks just like a bug, giant roach, you know? I knew that, it still tasted good. But when I became, when I set my mind on something else, those are things that I had to let go of because I know what they are. Not only that, they cause high cholesterol, which I've never had, that's odd. With the other things I was diagnosed with, usually it comes with high cholesterol, but I never had high cholesterol. So, uh, but I, I let that stuff go. And when I think about, when I'm looking at that right there, and I think of the look of a roach, cause you know, I used to rehearse in this, this place back in the eighties and they had these big prehistoric roaches that was the color of the lobster. They were the color of the lobster, but they looked like the bug on the, on the left side. And it was unbelievable. I didn't. I, I said these things had to be prehistoric. They they've been around for years. They've been around a while. These ain't no things that just born. They weren't the regular kind of roaches. They were they were something else. So yeah, this is it's not good for you. That's not the only thing that's not good for you. Red meat isn't either. But we have to become more conscious. So <laughs> that right there, you looking at it, it's just disgusting. <laughs> And man, I, I never tried uh, crawfish and all that. You know, I'm guilty. Oh, let me say something about that. Let me oh, say something right. about that. I was at a Chinese buffet back in Jersey. And they had, on the dinner menu, they have uh, crab and crawfish. That stuff was dirty. They hadn't even cleaned it good. If y'all don't know what a dirty crawfish or crab looks like, it has this yellowish kind of film on the bottom of it, like a 
some kind of substance like it it like it came straight out the ocean and was cooked and not clean and i couldn't believe it and i had already took a bite of it before i saw that because i had it flipped on the other side and then and, and it tasted funny and i flipped it over and then the people that i was with they said the same thing like this tastes funny i looked looked at it this yellow i said what i mean so you actually got this on your buffet for real you didn't clean it for real so to let you know that's the filth from the bottom of the ocean it is the filth from the bottom of the ocean all the excrement all of that stuff that's what it is you know they got to take a dump in the water all of that stuff is going to the bottom of the ocean and that is what's on the stuff. Did you did you ever think that maybe that was their defense mechanism? Spitting out the yellow it, stuff. Maybe 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 that was a defense mechanism that you were tasting that wards off the uh predator animals that come uh, predator water animals. So I don't know what you would call that. But the predators in the ocean Maybe they ward off the predators with this yellow gunk that they were shooting out. Maybe you think that that's why it tasted funny and you were eating basically poison. Right, good thinking. I had not thought of that, but you know, I said at that point, I was like, I'm done with this. I'm done, I'm done. Cause that was, I still was having some shrimp and a little bit of that. I had let go of the red meat, but I was still having some of the seafood and I was like, I'm done. This is disgusting. I'm done. And then with the crawfish, if you don't break the head off uh, where you're supposed to break it off, there's poison in between the head and the body. You're eating from the body, but you got to break the head off. See, that's too much. That's too, <laughs> too much thinking to have something to eat. Sorry. Hmm. Just like the blowfish, huh? Uh, Japanese. Look, what's this? Connection is too slow. What? What? They're trying to cut us because we're just talking about Come on. Come on now. Really? I can't believe it. All we're doing is talking about food and talking about the mind, the gut, and the heart and how that ties into the scorpion and the frog. The political trade-off is death. Question mark, smash the sh like button, smash the share button because we are hitting a nerve here. And I don't know what this is about. I don't know if the bots are people uh, are programmed by people who eat this, who this is their delicacies in their countries. I don't know. But we just saying <laughs> something to get people to elevate mind, gut, heart, connection to move forward smash the share button all right people this was an interesting meme <clears throat> this meme came out and i held on to it for a time like this where we could look back and say hmm so this person said random thought somebody is going to name their child covid hashtag watch that's interesting, right? We want to shout out to Jay Cool. Jay Cool from Cleveland, Ohio. He's the one who put that meme together and, and, and those are his words. So we want to shout out to him. I thought that was a very <laughs> uh, interesting meme. Now, 
Here's another meme that I held on to for an occasion such as that we are in now. NASA finds evidence of a parallel universe where time runs backward. NASA finds evidence of a parallel universe where time runs backward. Have you ever said that, you know, it's like the time is repeating itself or it seems like you keep doing the same things over again? Is it because you're knocking up against the parallel universe that's running backwards and somehow you're knocking up against it and the shock is making you repeat, rinse, wash, wash, rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat, rinse, wash. What's going on, Stereo? Thanks for checking in. Yo, so let's keep on going here. So that was an interesting meme and I thought that was good. Smash the share button, smash the like button, the topic for today, the scorpion and the frog. The political trade-off is death. Let's go to the next one here. Here we go. Now, this this is interesting, right? This is, we're getting ready to have the rubber hit the road, right? We're getting ready to get to the rubber hitting the road. So you wanna smash the share button, smash the like button, smash the subscribe button on the Film Review Live channel, right? We wanna see five new subscribers today on the Film Review Live channel. Now listen to this. The Grio says we should honor Ahmaud Arbery by voting. Black people have been voting for decades and they keep killing your kids. That's because they know that's all you know how to do. Nobody respects weakness. Black people have been voting for decades and they keep killing your kids. That's because they know that's all you know how to do. Nobody respects weakness. That's the griot saying that now, right? Oh, smash the share button. Put on your safety belts. Put on your goggles and your helmets because this is going to be a bumpy ride. You don't want to be a test crash dummy in the middle of this, okay? Because that's what they're taking you for right now with what's going on with this right. election, right? And you're a test crash dummy. And test crash dummies do a lot of good for human beings, but they don't do a lot of good for themselves, crash test dummies. We don't want to be that. Put on your safety belt, Put on your safety goggles and your helmet. This is going to be a bumpy ride. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. Tag your people in it. Make sure that you share on all the various platforms that we simulcast from. Every Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m., 12.30 p.m. Eastern, 9.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific. Hashtag 
observations TFR. This right here, this was a meme. I, I decided to keep the people who listed it, mind of a woman. Let me take my water here. Cause it's been some months since May. May, June, July, August, September, October. We're coming into November. It will be seven months since George Floyd lost his life after being basically strangled by a knee for eight minutes and 42 seconds. 42 seconds. Okay. The meme, the person mind of a woman writes, we did it. The largest civil rights movement ever. And then they show you all over the country where different protests uh, broke out. Now, it's the, the largest civil rights movement ever. 213-943-3358. Buckle up. This is going to be bumpy. The scorpion and the frog. The political trade-off is death. What was accomplished through all of this protest? What laws, what legislation was put in that was turned into law and made to have teeth by having funding put through to it from local and national governments, from municipality, local government, municipalities, to the federal government in the Senate and the House of the United States Congress. What has been passed? It's been May, June, July, August, September, October, we're going into November. What legislation has been passed to say that this was a civil rights success. We've had seven months to look at this now. The election is going on and all your favorite boy can say is uh, uh, George Floyd's daughter said, my father changed the world. It's been seven months. Let's continue on. Let, let, let's continue on. It's been seven months. And what did the Dem say? Well, wait until Joe is elected. Oh, they played you. You, you know, you let me see. say something about that. Okay, let, let me let me let me bring this down real quick. Bring you back up. Okay, I can tell you what has happened in seven months. What has happened in seven months? I mean, you had all that red up there. Civil rights uh, was going on well. You know, you had BLM making a, a strong appearance at those uh, rallies and stuff as well, marches. Well, what has happened since then? BLM has been co-opted uh, to anarchists. Um, they slapped down Tim Scott's, uh, you know, revision of the uh you know of, of the the police you know he came up with the thing to to revamp 
how the police were trained and all that stuff. They slapped that down just because it was a Republican. It came up with it. So in seven months, we have accomplished absolutely nothing uh, in terms of George Floyd and his death having counted for something. Uh, and those officers, uh, they didn't get prosecuted, did they? Or not to the extent they should have. Well, well, well the trial is coming up, but... Oh boy, just got bonded out on a million dollars bond or something. The main one with the knee on his neck. He somehow got the money together for the million dollar bond. And so he's out walking free, not considered a flight risk, right? So all of this was happening and we covered this extensively on the film review, movies, music, culture, politics, society podcast. Hashtag TFR Podcast Live every Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We covered that and we talked about how all of this is happening and, well, we're going to get to that, but go back and watch those episodes, 104 through 110 and 121 through now 135 of Hashtag TFR Podcast Live. Binge watch Get your notebooks besides uh, breaking down the cultural and um, political aspect of films and movies in the society in which the time they were made. We discuss politics and culture and society. All right, so look, let's keep moving here. Smash the share button. Here's, here's another. Here's another. This is very important. Keep that in mind. What has happened since George Floyd was strangled by a knee? Here's another. Deep, it says. It says, trust gets you killed. Love gets you hurt. And being real gets you hated. Trust gets you killed, love gets you hurt, and being real gets you hated. 213-943-3358, right? We are looking, we are looking. Okay, now, so what has happened? Again, what has happened civil rights-wise since George Floyd <laughs> has passed? And are we suffering as black people from a deficiency of short-term memory. We know our long-term memory is gone. We don't remember how the other other people or some people call them ancestors, those who came before us, fought and dealt with racism. All we knew, all we know is to how to complain, but not to politic right and negotiate we have forgotten that and so we know our long-term memory is gone but what about our short short-term memory okay here we go this was an interesting meme that had come up a while ago if you see these are the rest of the continents of, of of the globe of the world and they can all easily fit into Africa. So you can see that Africa is larger 
than what they show you on the map. So you have to have your mind in a mind state to be able to get these facts and be able to utilize them, catch, analyze, shoot these facts out. These are facts. Africa should take up the whole map and all of the other continents should be very, very, the, uh, the other land masses should be very, very, very minuscule on the map. Which brings us to this thought from a person. I thought this was pretty good. And we have we have spoken about this in a way, you know, I say American blacks should be back over there and it should be our turn and we wouldn't be going over there talking about brother, 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 brother. Smash the share button, <laughs> smash the like button, we're going. But this person came up with the meme and with what's going on in Africa with the, how many different colonizations have they actually faced from different Europeans and now the Asians, how many different colonizations have they actually faced? But this is what this person says. And I, I say, hmm, we need some modifiers here. We need some modification on the statement. But they say a coalition of smart blacks from all over the world must take over the management of Africa. A coalition of smart blacks from all over the world must take over the management of American blacks. Uh, uh, excuse me, of Africa. <laughs> Maybe American blacks too. But anyway, listen. <laughs> I, I changed that a little bit because, you know, American blacks are within all of the diasporas because we have those are those who are not landlocked have branched out and gone and lived and are living in other countries successfully so i would say a coalition of smart american blacks from all over the world must take over the management of africa because the mismanagement to be to go from did you know that the Nigerians the Nigerian government checked off on them dethroning Gaddafi did you know that? the Nigerians were one of the African wow. countries that went along with Gaddafi being basically executed did, wow. you, did you know that I mean I'm just I mean I mean, that, that, that's that's heavy, especially when you were just talking about a few years before you were talking about being a country with states and someone didn't like somebody. Somebody was jealous. Oh, that, that, think he, well, they wouldn't say nigga. They would say that capas, <laughs> that capas thing. We're going to take it. But so it would take. Another group of people not taking no snit and going over there and saying, yo, this is the way this is going to be. This is the way this is going to be. Because you didn't had it enough and you didn't messed it up and we coming to take off. We're just trying to, you know, disseminate. We're not just trying to. We are disseminating information and it's up to you for the, to take the information and build your mind state right now 
Here's an invention for those who may need, may still need training wheels. It's already built to have training wheels. You know, like when you learn how to ride a two-wheeled bike, you first start out with training wheels. Well, this invention already has the training wheels permanently there because sometimes you might need to, you might get a little bit off kilter and want to lean one way or the other depending on how your mind, gut, heart connection is operating, right? And so, the tricycle, that's right, people. That's right. An invention by an American black man. That's right. Let's go. On this day, not this day, but the day that the meme was put out. On this day in 1888, inventor Matthew A. Cherry patented the tricycle. Tricycle. Years later, it has evolved into a very useful mode of transportation. You know, a three-legged stool is good. A four-legged stool is even more sturdy. It, it, it may not tip over, but as you notice, the tricycle had a larger wheel in the front so that the back wheels could stabilize and not turn over. What's wrong with the three-wheeler? The three-wheelers were balanced. You know, the motorized tricycles. They were balanced, they were balanced equally, thus it could cause tip over. You see, they didn't use science. This man used science and he had a larger wheel and two smaller back wheels to create balance. And so that's what we need. We need balance. So hats off to Matthew A. Cherry who patented the tricycle. Tricycle. I want to ride my tricycle. I want to ride my bike. <clears throat> All right, people. Let, 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 let's stop beating around the bush. Let's stop. We, we, we have warmed you up. We have it. And now we are getting ready to get into the scorpion and the frog. The political trade-off is death. Let's look at it. Okay. Got some definition for you, right? All right. The scorpion and the frog is an animal fable which teaches that vicious people often cannot resist hurting others even when it is not in their best interest. This fable seems to have emerged in Russia in the early 20th century, although it was likely inspired by uh, more ancient fables. Well, we know it was inspired by more ancient fables, but let's keep going. We know where it came from. Okay. Persia fable. Now, <clears throat> there is a variation of this fable that came out before the Russian version that has to do with the scorpion and the turtle. The scorpion and the turtle. It's a turtle who carries the scorpion across the river and the turtle survives the scorpion's sting due to its protective shell. 
the turtle is baffled by the scorpion's behavior as they are old friends and the scorpion must have known his stinger wouldn't pierce the turtle's shell. The scorpion, the scorpion responds that it acted neither out of malice nor ingratitude, but merely an irresistible and indiscriminate urge to sting. And the, tur the, the tortoise or the turtle says this, truly have the sages said that to cherish a base character is to give one's honor to the wind. A base character is to give one's honor to the wind and to involve one's own self is embarrassment, right? Truly have the sages said that to cherish a base character is to give one's honor to the wind and to involve one's own self is embarrassment personified. Wow. What you gotta say? What, what you gotta say to that? That is so true. That is such a true statement. Truly have the sages said that to cherish a base character is to give one's honor to the wind. Have you ever um dealt did business with someone? We can we can liken it to this. You're doing business with someone and they have already demonstrated their character has already been suspect in the past as you observe them with other people yet you know they come to you y'all a little bit cooler got some type of relationship or acquaintance you know and they come to you to get involved in business with them and you already know their character is suspect this is what this is talking about to cherish so when you enter into a business or contractual agreement with them or that's a trust and so that's a cherish of a person who has a base character that's already been presented to you is to give your honor to the wind so you're liable to gain some kind of reputation by being associated with that individual and not only that to involve one's own self in it is an embarrassment because you knew already you saw it you can't get a picture that's already painted and then paint a different picture on the canvas. It's already a picture painted on the canvas. So to try to paint over it is a mess. And that's often what happens when we bypass our inner intuition um, to enter into contractual agreements, relationships, anything else where you already saw that the character was suspect. It embarrasses you. It, it certainly does, right? Which gets us to the scorpion and the frog. The political trade-off is death. Has not the candidates, I'm just going to say the candidates today, have they not shown you something about each one of their individual characters? Or characters. And so why would you then go out and sully yourself. But then it gets back again to how your mind 
stomach and heart is connected and how much you are more about having the pleasing feeling of your stomach being filled, them uh, appealing to your heartstrings through what they say. And though your mind is set to be intellect and smarts and intelligence, you let your subconscious or your unconscious mind take over for you, releasing the serotonin from your field gut, the love that you feel from your heart will make your unconscious mind make you move in directions that are not good for you. The frog knew. The frog knew. Let's look at the frog and the let's look at the scorpion and the frog, right? This is the fable, right? One day, a scorpion looked around at the mountain where he lived and decided that he wanted a change. So he set out on a journey through the forests and hills. He climbed over rocks and under vines and kept going until he reached the river. The river was wide and swift and the scorpion stopped to reconsider the situation. He couldn't see any way across so he ran upriver and then checked downriver, all the while thinking he might have to turn back. Does that sound like, does that sound familiar? Like someone was checking and going up and down river, didn't think that they would have a chance to run for president. But suddenly he saw a frog sitting in the rushes by the bank of the stream on the other side of the river. He decided to ask the frog for help getting across the stream. Hello, Mr. Frog, called the scorpion across the water. Would you be so kind as to give me a ride on your back across the river? Well now, Mr. Scorpion, how do I know that if I try to help you, you won't try to kill me? Asked the frog hesitantly. Because, the scorpion replied, if I try to kill you, then I would die too. For you see, I cannot swim. Now this seems to make sense to the frog. Let me read that again. Now, this seemed to make sense to the frog, but he asked, what about when I get close to the bank? You could still try to kill me and get back to the shore. This is true, agreed the scorpion, but then I wouldn't be able to get to the other side of the river. All right then, how do I know you won't just wait till we get to the other side and then kill me, said the frog. All crowed the scorpion because you see once you've taken me to the other side of the river I will be so appreciative that I would never sting you. So the frog puts, uh, comes over and lets the scorpion get on his back. He can feel the prickly of the scorpion's feet grabbing into his moist skin 
And as he dips into the water, the muddy river water swells up around them, but he makes sure, the frog makes sure that he stays above the water so that the scorpion will not drown. His feet petling, fighting, his webbed feet fighting the currents to get across to the other side of the river. As he's petling, as he's swimming, he feels a sting on his back. And he looks back to see the scorpion pulling his stinger, removing his stinger from his back as a deadening, numbing feeling takes over the frog. The frog says, how could you have stung me and we had an agreement and the frog and the scorpion said, well, you knew who I was when you took me on your back to take me across to the other side. It's just in my nature. As the frog began to sink in, killing both he and the scorpion, the scorpion said, it's just my nature. Destruction is my nature. So you see people, we're sitting up and we know who the scorpion and the frog, the political trade-off is death. Is, is it death? Hmm, let's, let's look over the years. We've talked about that already. You can go back to episodes one through 38. We're moving forward. This is episode 39. The scorpion and the frog. You know when you put this person on your back and give them your time to try to get them elected. You know who they are. You don't even have to go back to what some people feel is ancient history because we are dealing with short memory deficit. We know that our long-term memory is really gone because we can't even go back to 1920. We can't even go back 100 years and just gauge it from 100 years up to today. We just can't do it. So we're looking at short term. Just, just take 40, 30, 40 years. And we can't even seem to do that. Our short term memory is gone because it is has to do with our mind gut, heart, how it's connected and what we're allowing to rule. We're not letting our mind state rule. We're letting a mindset rule where is my tummy full? Does somebody say something nice that pulls on my heartstring that I'm going to ignore what my intellect is saying and I'm going to go with what my unconscious 90% of the time is telling me to do. And this is what this is. This whole situation with this election, all of this is, and every election, is the scorpion and the frog. When you think that someone is going to do something for you, when you could have just went on with your life and pedaled through the, and waded through the current of the muddy river, to the other side to get to the other side 
for yourself, for your kind, for your people. Because we know what it is. You know we've got that presentation, right? You know that we have that presentation, right? You know that it's time for another presentation. Edit it down by yours truly. Smash the share button, smash the like button. We have now, we are now, the rubber has definitely has hit the road by now. We are rolling now. Watch out, this is gonna I be have bumpy. This right here, this is gonna be so bumpy for some people. Because the first thing when Kanye West, that's right, I'm saying his name now, no secret. When Kanye West said, I'm running for president now for 2020, it was like, he's going to split the vote. He's going to split the vote. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Have you seen Kanye West well-produced presidential campaign ad? Have you seen it? Smash the share button, smash the like button, tag your people in it so they can see it, so they can hear what the man is saying. Now, if you believe in him or not, if you believe in him or not, you should just at least be willing to hear what the person has to say. If your mind, gut, heart, connection is good, you should be able to hear contrasting opinions or thoughts without getting without getting disagreeable in, in the most in the, in some of the terms. I mean I've had discussions with people over the net. I mean I had this one with this one. I had to let her have it because she writes me and says not voting for Trump is uh, 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 not voting, not voting at all is a vote for Trump. I said no, uh, not voting is abstaining and saying we want two better candidates for our vote, so we won't be the won't be the frog subject to the scorpion that's gonna kick our issues down the road because they know as usual that they have us. Did they not learn that with Hillary? Did they not know that? And, and the other guy, he hasn't done enough, so there's no vote because of his story. Because of not his personal story, but his story, history has taught us, if we would just extrapolate on the look, that maybe it's time for us to do something we haven't done. Now, before I get to Kanye West, before I get to Kanye West, because this is the start of the presentation, so I'm giving you time to smash the like button, smash the share button, subscribe to the Film Review Live channel on YouTube. What do you have to say about this so far? You know, while you were speaking, I looked up on the Scorpion. Because something didn't sit right about, with it was just on my spirit. Something didn't sit right about him even asking for uh, uh, to be escorted across the river. Because I said, I thought scorpions um, could, he said he couldn't swim, but I thought scorpions came out of the water onto dry land. So I went and looked it up and the scorpion can actually last underwater for 48 hours. The scorpion could not have something to eat for a whole year then go a whole year and not eat, 
and they can be underwater for 48 hours a straight. So my thing is there's the line element of, of that, and which is very present in this whole thing as well. The line element, the deception. Deception is always um, present where you have all the rest of those elements present. So I just wanted to, to add that in here. You see that people, we are dispelling even the fables, right? We're taking you and expanding so you realize that what people thought they knew, science lets you know new things. Now, smash the share button, smash the like button. I can tell the people did not like, they say, oh yeah, Kanye West coming up. Oh my God, oh my God, I don't wanna hear him. He's gonna, he's gonna sell out like kill, he's gonna sell out like kill. But are you selling out though? When you know that this scorpion has stung you already, are you selling out? What are you selling out for? Is it that full belly that you think you're gonna get? Ooh. Is it the way that the person talks to you with their heartstrings? Did the video with the little boy, which I see as a disgrace, because segregationists have always been able to talk to little kids, but then when they get a certain age, they can't play with little Becky or little Johnny anymore because right. it is separate. It is segregation. They have segregated themselves away from American black people. So is it the way that your heart string is pulled and that full belly that you think you have is letting your intellect not shine through and let your conscious mind drive you 90% of the time? So let's look at Kanye West. Let's listen to what Kanye West has to say. It's interesting. 213-943-3358. I'm still waiting for the um for the operatives to call up. They were calling up uh you know, they were calling up quite often. Giving their points of view and all that. So let's see what Kanye West has to say here. Let's listen to his well-produced campaign ad. America. What is America's destiny? What is best for our nation, our people? What is just, true justice? We have to think about all these things together as a people. To contemplate our future, to live up to our dream, we must have vision. We as a people will revive our nation's commitment to faith, to what our constitution calls the free exercise of religion, including, of course, prayer. Through prayer, faith can be restored. We as a people are called to a greater purpose than ourselves. We are not only a beacon to the world, but we should be servants to each other, to encourage each other, to help each other, to lift up each other, our fellow Americans, that we may all prosper together. We have to act on faith with the sure knowledge that we are pursuing the right goals and doing the right things. We will build a stronger country by building stronger families. Families are the building blocks of society, of a nation. By turning to faith, we will be the kind of nation, the kind of people God intends us to be. I am Kanye West, and I approve this message. Let me hold that right there for you. 
That's Kanye West. It's <clears throat> well produced, and he's using an angle on his on, on the angle, the way that they shot him, that most ads do not shoot. Uh, most campaign ads do not angle the camera that way. That is a low angle looking high, which gives Kanye West as the candidate dominance. Did you notice that the way a person thinks of themselves is often the way that certain things execute in their life? Have you noticed that when Biden was at his town hall, he, for some reason, had to look up at the people who were up in the nosebleeds. I'm just going to say nosebleeds, but they were up high looking down for social distancing, which made Biden look diminished. It made him look like the smallest, him and Stephanopoulos were the smallest things in the room by the way it was angled, and he had to look up. Who is he looking up at? No one, everyone is supposed to be looking up at him. Have you ever seen the movie Citizen Kane? Have you ever seen the movie Citizen Kane? And when Citizen Kane is speaking, the camera is looking up at him and behind him is a large mural of his face. Orson Welles played Citizen Kane. If you have never seen Citizen Kane, you have to catch up. Go watch Citizen Kane. It tells you about political races and what happens in politics. It's the oldest. It's been going on since the beginning of times when you dealt with politics. Have you ever seen the movie 300? I'll wait. Have you ever seen the movie 300? I'll wait for a minute. Let me see. Let me go through my memory bank time. Can I catch, analyze, and shoot that information right back out? Did I see 300? Of course you did. And did you see what happened when the military went off to war and they called back for reinforcements? Because they almost had, they almost had the Persia guy. They almost had the giant. Almost had him. Just missed him by this much catching him somewhere vital, but they ripped his cheek with the arrow instead. Just that close. And they called back for reinforcements and the politicians in their bureaucracy did not. Envy and jealousy. So watch 300, watch Citizen Kane. These two movies can tell you what we are in now. While you sit up and you laugh at Kanye West, what was Kanye West's message and why did Kanye West know to be dominant where Biden does not know and he's been in the business of politics for 47 years? Even Donald Trump knows to be dominant when he's dealing with other nations. And it appears that Biden wants to be apologetic. That is diminished. Right? So I'm just, we're just showing you because you are about to put the scorpion on your back. And when the minstrel shows start happening at the White House again, everybody's going to be happy because they're going to have a full belly. They're going to be talked to nice, heart strength. 
and their intellect is gonna go out the window and gonna go out the window and 90% of the time is gonna be nothing but the unconscious emotion taking over, thus being the frog sinking in the river with the scorpion who can stay underwater for 48 hours. You're dead, he's alive. <laughs> so let's continue on with this. Let's continue on. <laughs> Woo! Boy, I'm telling you, boy, people people are funny and they argue, they're arguing, ending arguing. friendships. Arguing. Ending friendships. Yes. I mean, over how do you know that you're a cone if you end your friendship over a Caucasian that you don't even know? Let's continue. Black folks have a short memory. That's what they teach the FBI today, the CIA today. That black people have a short memory. And a short memory is associated with white sugar. Our addiction to white sugar Remember I said, what is a drug? And everybody looked at me like I was a drug. Nobody answered the question. And I said, a drug is an isolated substance. Does everyone remember that? Yeah, I saw four people shake their head. <laughs> Damn. So, if I take the cocaine out of the cocoa leaf, it is a drug. See, I isolated a substance. You still with me here? That's why we call cocaine a drug, because I isolated a substance out of the cocoa leaf. You heard of poppy seeds? If I take the heroin out of the poppy seed, I have a drug. I've isolated a substance. That's what a drug is. That's why heroin is a drug. If I take the starch out of a wheat berry, I have a drug. You can call it bleach white flour if you want. But chemistry is what it is. I isolated a substance out of a wheat berry called bleach white flour. Therefore, I have a drug. A drug is an isolated substance. So, when you eat this isolated substance, like I did with the grape and the raisin scenario, uh, y'all remember 15 minutes ago when I was talking? Short-term memory, people. What was that? So, <clears throat> white sugar the addiction to white sugar, you know, how, how, much, how many people actually, remember when you were a child and you would go to the corner store, you would get a bag. And they, 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 I mean, we had this store called the Candy Stripe. I was a little bit too young to remember it, but my sister remembers it more than I do. But it was called the Candy Stripe. You go in there and they had all kinds of candy all around the table. I don't want to knock anybody's business, you know, because candy is a big business. It's a it's a controlled substance that's legal that's put into something that kids fan over and they run to get it. They're fanatical over it. They want it. But do you remember going to the co a corner store? You get you some Boston baked beans, some nah later, some some juicy fruit bubble gum. Not juicy fruit, but that bubble yum bubble gum, right? Yeah, what else would you get? You get those candy sticks. What what was that? The straws. She goes the straws with the orange. Yeah, the candy straws. Right, right. Candy bracelets. The candy bracelets. Remember the candy rings? You would go yes. with the big ring candy and you would ring. suck on the cherry mm -hmm. or the watermelon ring. Do you remember mm -hmm. all of that? And where was that plump 
straight down in, that was plumped straight down in the American black neighborhoods. And when you went to the Caucasian neighborhoods, they would have to go to the grocery store and their mother or father would pick them out one thing because they had them eating fresh fruits and vegetables. And candy would be something that was given at Christmas time. So all during the year, you didn't stop at the candy store. Don't forget that some of the girls would pick up the big pickles in the in the wrapper, and some of them swore well, by the big pickles. We had the big pickles, and and was that setting you up to do something? Like, that's another story for another time. But you know, hey man, correlation. You know what I mean? I love. It. So you got the sticks, and you got the straws, and you got the knowledge, you got the Boston baked beans, you got the M&Ms, got the, you know, not to knock that, because, you know, in moderation, everything is good, right? And you got the, don't forget that you top it off with a big, big red pop. That's what we just called it, red pop. Red you go home pop. And you get you some Cherokee red, or you get you some orange Wilders or Kool Aid. Remember when Wilders came yeah. out? Oh, Wilders mm-hmm. just killed the game on Kool Aid, didn't it? Well, you would go yeah, to the store and get you a big jug of two gallon juice. It would be orange juice, but it wouldn't be orange juice. It would be orange flavored juice, and you had all that, and you and the orange ring be around the top of your lip because you know, and your tongue would be red from the nine letters. <laughs> Right? Then you had ate the pickle. And don't forget that if you were good, you had you some potato chips. Most likely barbecue potato chips, never plain. Or when they came out with the salt and vinegar. So you had all this. So you had the salt and you had the sugar and you had the sugary drinks. And And what did Dr. Africa just say? That the FBI knows that black people, American black people, we could just say whatever white organization that controls different diaspora, different black diasporas mm-hmm. in the different countries, know that black people in those countries, but we're gonna deal in our countries, know that American blacks deal with short-term memory loss and it is brought by the consumption, the overconsumption of white sugar. Let's continue on. I said that the raisin has to re, re and chemistry would say reconstitute itself, rehydrate. The raisin has to put back all that water, all the minerals, and then it's recognized as a grape by the body. Now the body will process it. And I say, where is it getting all this water, the vitamins and minerals and all that stuff? It's getting it from your bones, your glands, your prostate, your muscle, your brain, your vein. Are you still with me there? Yeah, epididymis. Yeah. It's, it's nothing wrong with information, how you apply it, you see? Mm-hmm. You, you have become, essentially, a drug to white people. They've isolated you from your culture. Are you still with me? And when I isolate a substance, it's a drug. You are a drug to white people. They are addicted to you. And you are addicted to them. Is this difficult? They like your music. They steal your music. They steal your dancing. They steal your slangs. Why do you think they're doing that? Because they're addicted to you. I mentioned a herb called chickweed, which reduces your craving. 
your craving for masturbation because the black people like to masturbate. They have a, a masturbator, which is an automatic masturbating machine. Because brother's too lazy to even <laughs> jerk off. It's sickening. But they got a machine for that now. People are lazy. They got dildos that light up. I'm just telling you. The most popular one is the pink one sold in the black community. I'm just telling you. The most popular one is the pink one. Why is the most popular one the pink one? Can you tell us, like, can you tell us, American black ladies? Can you tell? Nope. This is not what this discussion is about. But this is grown folks talk because this is very important because we're suffering from short-term memory loss. And the reason why I know that my sister and I really don't have any problem with all of the information that we have disseminated from 1 through 38. We don't have any problem with those that would be considered the powers of deep is because they know, like we know, that your short-term memory will make you forget just what we said. You may not even remember what we said with the with the uh, slides that we show, the memes that we show, they built up to this. You may not remember being able to take home one or think of one thing to be able to total recall it, catch, analyze, and be able to shoot it out of what the building block was to how we got to the scorpion and the frog. The political trade-off is death. You may not even know. So that's why we are disseminating this information. And really, we know that you will not move on it. We know this already. But we disseminate it out for the people who will. Because we don't have to be here in the future to see it. But it will happen. And they will reference back and say there was a group of people. There were two people. There were three people. And the people who were around them that were discussing these things, disseminating information for a time when the information will be utilized. And that's what it's for. Not in this time, because we can tell people are too entrenched in their gut, heart, mind connection. Theirs is that, oh, do I keep that full belly? Well, I'm going to have to pull the belt up for starvation because it's going to be kind of hard. I'd rather keep that full belly. I like the, I like hustle and flow. He had the, uh, he had the, I'm just going to be explicit here. He had the white hole that he was dealing with, which was not his bottom because I think that old girl from uh, Empire was his bottom in the story, but she was having his baby. But pretty much the, Whitehole was was pretty much serving as his bottom because the other one was out of commission with a baby. And she said, sometimes, you know, I like you talking that junk to me. I'm just paraphrasing. I like you talking that to me, talking that game, but I just don't feel like it today. So she let him know that she knew that this is game. So now I'm applying that to this. And my heart and my, my belly, I'm going to listen to the game they say. And I'm just going to let my emotion work. I'm consciously doing it. 
which makes you a traitor and which makes you a sob. You can't, you consciously do it. Once you hear the truth, then you, once you hear the facts and you find out the truth from the facts and you continue to do what you do, you consciously do it to keep your belly, make your heart feel good, to let your emotion, your unconscious take over and drive you instead of your intellect. That's what makes you what would be considered a sellout. But let's continue because we have more as we go through the scorpion and the frog. A lot of people want to be the frog. The political trade-off is death. Please. We have a lot of problems. That's true, but we have a lot of remedies. I'm saying chickweed will curb your craving for white people food white sugar you still with me violence because all cravings use the same highway called the nervous system so i'm just strengthening the nervous system that's a herb now on amino acid i go glutamine 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 g l u T-A-M-I-N-E. You have that? Just give me some things to help yourself. You know? uh, I don't want to mention the other one, but I guess I have to. Huh? I think I have to. Manganese. Not magnesium. Manganese. That's the one that we block absorption in a plant. And we blocked the absorption of manganese. You get a seedless grape, seedless watermelon. I blocked the absorption of manganese. Put it in the seed. The most dangerous person in the world is a chemist without morals. It's not the mm. soldiers, the chemists. That's what Hitler flew the hell out of Germany when he was in Beijing. He put all of them on the plane and flew them out. Said, hell, you can have everything, but don't take them guys. We need them. <laughs> And the U.S. took them and did the atomic bomb and some other nasty things. Yeah. So, I gave you... Just one minute. A chemist without morals. The most dangerous person is a chemist without morals. You know, the same chemist that made something that came from a green monkey called AIDS? Mm-hmm. Or... The same chemist that made something. Now, now remember, now these are just our opinions and our observations <laughs> just from looking at things. So we're just gonna say it's just our observation and our opinions. You have to take what we say. Go check it. What they call fact check. Go check the facts, and then be able to make your mind state to build your truth. Right. But I want to say something about that white sugar chemist, thing. The same chemist, the same uh, immoral chemist that chemist that came up with something that came from animals and turned it into what would be considered a bioweapon. It doesn't have a turn-off switch and people have to use their intuition to figure out how to 
put combinations together. Isn't that what Batman 1989 with the Joker was about? When 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 it was uh when it was Jack Nicholson as the Joker and he had come up with the different combinations of using the deodorant and the lipstick and all that and it would kill people. Mm -hmm. And Batman mm -hmm. came with the equation and then came with the antidote. Right. You are Batman. You are Batman. You are Batman. And somebody that was immoral was the Joker. The scorpion and the frog. Now, these are just our observations and our opinions on things. What you gotta say? Um, I was gonna I'm gonna say something about white sugar, but prefacing it, I this weekend I had a trying weekend trying to get me some groceries <laughs> this weekend. So I ordered from Whole Foods for delivery and somebody who obviously takes in too much white sugar and weed did not deliver my groceries. And they never showed up. They picked them up. They picked them up. When I called Amazon, they had picked up the order from Whole Foods, but it never made it to my house. Now, I placed the order at before one o'clock. It was supposed to be here between three and four. At five, I called because they, they were an hour late already. Duh. White sugar. Duh. And... They were an hour late already, so they said, well, just give them another hour. You know, they gave me the spiel, the, the, you know, the blow the smoke up your behind spiel. Just give them another hour, and they're not here. I already knew they wasn't coming. You were an hour late. I had no call about you were going to be late or anything. I go on the site. I, I, there's the, na the name Sarita was there, but there was no phone number. You're supposed to be able to call the driver. There was no phone number. Somehow they had a phone number and they said they was unable to reach her. That's suspect. I don't know because it wasn't in the system, right? So, you know, all of that to say. So then, fast forward. Now, it's too late. It's, it's after 6 o'clock. It's too late to order from any grocery store. Now I am living. I'm up to here. I'm, my thermometer is all the way at the top because I'm the combination of dealing with this over sugarfied, over weedified person who did not deliver my grocery, who picked up my grocery. I had some good stuff in there. It, it all low sodium, you know, no, no sugar added, all kinds of stuff, specific things that I wanted to have. And I didn't want to have to order out all of the stuff that the restaurants and the fast food stuff is high in sodium. That's what I was trying to avoid. So I am living it all the way up here. I'm living and <laughs> no, I was. I was livid. So I wind up having to order. Oh, let, let's take it here. I, I ordered from Wendy's. The guy calls me. They don't have your avocado chicken salad. And they don't have a baked potato. Oh, boy. I'm over the top now. I'm beside myself now. I'm beside myself. I am talking about a certain class of people. I say, Ma, I understand because my mother had this issue. And I said, Ma, I understand. I know you can't hear me, but I just want to tell you I understand where you're coming from. So he done, and, and the driver, 
they, they, they was freaking out my Wendy's. Like, well, you know, they said they don't have. And we got a big problem. They don't have everything you said you wanted. He talking dragon like he's stoking on something while he picking up my order. So I'm, I'm just living. So I go to the fast food, you know, because I didn't want to spend but so much money because you know Whole Foods is expensive. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna replace the order because they credited me back. So I was gonna replace it the next day. I have it now, but now I got the order. And I didn't want to order anything too expensive. You know, by the time they tack on their service fee, the tax, and uh, some other kind of stupid fee, that's $10 over whatever it is you're ordering. So I I ordered from, what did I order from? I ordered from Burger King because it's closed. Now, it's not, now we're at 8 o'clock. I didn't want to eat after 6 o'clock. So we're at eight o'clock. I'm mad. I got an attitude and everything. They, they. So I'm going through the menu and I'm like, they got these soft drinks, which I'm not gonna get because I have to drink water. They didn't have no carbonated water. But next to the soft drink, it says, um, add white sugar. Add white sugar as an add additive to the soda. I could not believe what I was seeing. So, in an average bottle of Pepsi, a can of Pepsi, it accounts for 30 teaspoons of sugar. 30 teaspoons of sugar is in in a can of Pepsi, a 12-ounce can of Pepsi. And you're saying you're going to order this Pepsi and have them add separate white sugar into the drink? Are you kidding me? Who is going to do that? And whose idea at the corporation was, is this legal? Whose idea at the corporation was it to, to give Ann White Sugar as an option on the beverage? I can't, I can't. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. Every time I think I've seen everything, I wake up and see another day. I could not believe it. Ann White Sugar. As an ad additive on the menu to soda. And we want to know why we, duh, uh, they didn't have what it is that you ordered. They didn't have it. Uh. Two things, right? Chickweed and I gave you three things. That, that was a test. I was, you know, I'm a school teacher. I had to do these things. So. The next thing to understand about these isolated, concentrated substances uh, called a drug is that, well, it's going to cause a yeast infection. You give yeast different names. You call it dandruff. That's a yeast infection. You give yeast another name. You call it athlete's foot. That's a yeast infection. A yeast is mushrooms. In layman's terms, it's just mushrooms growing between your toes. We call it athlete's foot. You got mushrooms growing in your head. We call it dandruff. Still with me? You got a white-coated tongue in the morning. That's yeast. It started 30 feet down here and grew up to your mouth. And the one thing yeast crave is sugar. So you can't get rid of your addiction to the sugar unless you get rid of the, the craving that can cause you to crave the sugar, which is yeast. So you can't drink beer because that is caused by yeast. You can't eat anything that's fermented. That's beer, wine, 
vinegar, cheese, and you can't eat mushroom because you're feeding mushrooms to a mushroom. That's itself a stupid. So you can't eat mushrooms. And I said in the beginning, it's a whole lifestyle involved here. It's not just one magic pill. It's your whole life is the magic pill. You can't eat anything fermented. That's cheese. That's mushroom. That's soy sauce. That's vinegar. That's beer. That's wine and yeast, which is in bread and many things. And it has about 30 different names. These are white people. They change the name to keep you stupid. So we, we write hydrolyzed yeast on the label, which is MSG. Because MSG has 40 different names. That's why you need some egghead like myself to tell you about this stuff. Because you can't keep track of all this stuff. Because these people, they play, you know, that's what they do. They're just acting like white people. So you need an egghead like in chemistry, an egghead in biology, an egghead in history. Don't try to be the whole village. It ain't going to work. Don't even try that. Now, keep in mind that the sugar takes the moisture out of your veins and arteries, which closes them. They get so narrow that they can't nourish your feet. That's why you get amputation of the foot, amputation of the legs, because they can no longer get enough blood supply. Now, you see how he's breaking this down in layman's or everyone can do it. They'll get there and say, you're hyper-hypoglobin. Oh my, you, you've got, oh my God, you, you have high blood pressure, you have, uh, you have diabetes, oh my, your, your diabetes, your count, your, uh, your AC1 or 1CA or whatever, it's just large as hell, it's just large. He breaks it down and tells you that this is what's cutting off the circulation to your legs. You want the circulation to stop, to reappear, stop taking sugar. Sugar not only contracts your your veins and your arteries, it also causes short-term and I believe long-term memory loss. So that's why I believe to that. That's right. And I believe that. That's why we th- we're disseminating the information for people who will need it because we can tell by the responses that some of the people are saying. What, what did Pimp C say in one of the songs? Yeah, they they so gone. They praying to a man one day you hit, baby, then you're gone. <laughs> Come on, man. I sound like I'm sound like your 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 racist guy. I and mean, whenever he say that, you be like, "Yeah, come on, man!" You be like, "Oh, oh, I feel like I'm gonna have this full belly." And his heart, he's calling me man. Like I say, "What's up, man?" To my brother, and then it's gonna release the dopamine in my brain, and I'm gonna let my subconscious, my subconscious take over, my unconscious take over, and let the ninety percent run. Because he's got me full belly and he's saying, come on, man. But come on, man, it's the racist insult. Sugar took the moisture right. out of the veins, which narrowed the grape down to a raisin and made it too small to carry enough blood to the foot. So a lot of people will have dialysis because the sugar narrowed the blood vessels to the kidneys. And the kidneys can't get enough nourishment to stay alive, so they're on dialysis. Dialysis caused directly by sugar. 
That's what I'm trying. High blood pressure is caused directly by sugar because it narrowed up blood vessels. And the only way you get more blood is to increase the pressure. They are losing their hair at 25 because they took the moisture out of the scalp and killed the hair follicle. Therefore, they're bald at 25. But, you know, it's a fashion now. I'm just saying all this is a result of sugar. And then they can't pay attention like some people. Because the sugar causes short-term memory. And their breath smells like a skunk fart. Because the sugar pulled the moisture out of the food, they can't move out of the colon rapidly, so they just breathe a turd. Then they want to blame it on that breath. Oh, my breath is bad. I can't give a breath a spanking or something. Like Crazy. So that, I hope that hope that helped you. But I do have a book, Health Dictionaries, uh, Doctor Stevenson. I got health dictionaries back then, and I have all these remedies written down. I write, I write down everything. Don't worry about it. Monk, like uh, r- religious little guys. Monk fruit. Yes. It's a natural sweetener. It goes to the liver so it won't damage the pancreas. So they won't get diabetes or anything like that. It's called monk fruit. Monk, like those little preacher guys. And you know what a fruit is. I know you know. Yeah. She's trying to say use another concentrated sweetener called honey. To eat honey in its natural state, you have to eat the whole flower. Because in natural state, honey is diluted. See, if you're eating sugar cane grass, it's the sugar in the sugar cane grass is diluted. It's water with it, fiber with it. When you take the sugar cane grass, take the sugar out, you got rid of the fiber. Because you got to do 15 feet of sugar cane grass to get the amount of sugar in the Coca-Cola. I'm just saying, it's no way you can be a diabetic if you're eating this it, in its natural state. But uh, honey, no. You may be able to get away with a herb called stevia. But mm-hmm. it leaves the aftertaste of chlorophyll. So a lot of black people don't like that aftertaste. That's why I said monk fruit. And second would be stevia. Agave fruit is fine. No. I said agave fruit because the, the sugar in agave fruit is diluted with water and all the other fiber. But once you, yeah, once you make a syrup, that's a concentrate. That's a drug. The thing is, with post-traumatic slavery trauma, better known as being a nigger, you have addiction to failure. You don't like to fail and you don't like success. It sounds kind of weird, but we run away from success and we run away from failure. You can't criticize a black person too much because they're run. I'm just telling you, don't even do that. Let's pause that for a minute. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. What, what did he call it again? He called it... Uh, post-traumatic uh, slave uh, Post-traumatic syndrome. slave syndrome. In other words, being a... Right? You run from success, but you also run from failure. It's like, who are you? And then you, you're adding in the... And don't criticize people. That's what it is. They don't want to hear it because it has to do with that stomach, heart, mind hookup, right? And we just told you that at the beginning of the meeting. Do you remember that we told you that? Yeah, we told you that. So let's go on. Let's, let's go to Claude Anderson. Why black people on TV are paid to keep us from 
revolting against the system. Uh, Virginia then said now that we have a unified white community, they then broke up the black community by passing what they call meritorious manumission right. in 1710. And what that says now is to make sure that blacks never have a strong sense of community, uh, unify itself, we will grant meritorious manumission. That's why all these southern states had meritorious manumission laws mm -hmm. to any black who goes against his own people. Which in effect said that black could be freed. That's right. Uh, to enjoy rights and privileges in the society for becoming traitors to their own race. Right, as a free black. Mm -hmm. But it would never could be comparable to a white. Right. So when that, when that law was passed, then, then we found that, that, that a black could be rewarded for squealing another black, what we call crabbing. Mm -hmm. And out of a possible 150 so-called insurrections or revolts, mm -hmm. slave revolts, a black person squealed in every one of them. <laughs> Meritorious manumission law, 1710. Look that up. Meritorious manumission laws, right? That's where you would be granted something for being a good Negro. I might get that jet. Get the jet. Is the jet coming? Is the jet? I got to see. You got to send the jet. You're going to be rewarded for being a good Negro. Meritorious manumission, 1710. It has never come off the books. It is gone through generationally. I've never seen so many people who believe in meritorious manumission for their people. Remember, we talked about deviance and defiance. And I talked about the Fargo 4 episode where the Italian boss leader comes in to talk to the imprisoned, the ones who are in jail. They're not in prison. They're just in a holding cell trying to get bailed out. And he says that I can do the same thing that you do. And I'm seen as law abiding. It may be just a little bit translation defiant, but I'm law-abiding. You, on the other hand, you're seen as criminal. You are a deviant. You are practicing deviance. Go back to our shows. We, we've broken this down already. How does it feel to be practicing meritorious manumission, the 1710 law, never taken off the books, and your children, your offspring can be gunned down and all the people, this is what this is about. They can be gunned down. You can be as good as you want to. They could be as good as they wanted to be. They could be in a place and here comes a race soldier or a, or a police officer that's having a bad day and they can be gunned down and they will be seen as deviants because they are seen as deviants because the Caucasian in his weakness sees all people who are American black or people who are black in the diaspora as deviant. Right? But you've done this meritorious manumission, but you have not killed and gotten rid of the problem of those who, like Biden, who would give a little black kid a pin of the flag, but when he got a certain age, he would see him as a super predator. 
let's continue. So you're really not doing anything by voting because you didn't ask for anything. You're just in meritorious manumission. Look it up, 1710. Let's continue. Okay, and he was rewarded for squealing on blacks. That's when you get the crabbing in the black society. Which is why there was virtually never a successful black That's revolt. That's right. But, but see, and, and, and that, kind of, that kind of a system was never used against any other group in this country. You know, I got all this shit hanging over my head. But you off trying to start a war with our partners. The nigga dissed me every time I see him. Acting like he the one in charge and shit. And Compton, he is the one. You lose. Every time you bite with that nigga, and I'm the one that pays for it. And you're gonna get off his corners? You're gonna leave his people be? Or you the one that's gonna find yourself a new plug? You don't mean that shit? The fuck I don't. I built this shit. Me. Brick by brick. And I'll be damned if I let you tear it down just cause you don't like the way another nigga talk. Alice Johnson has been just incredible. Alice was given a life sentence, and you spent about 22 years, and uh, for something that today a lot of people wouldn't even be going to jail for. And we found out about it, and we gave a commutation. That means we were able to get Alice out, and she has been just so outstanding, and I'm so proud of you. And we are giving Alice a full pardon. I just told her. And I asked the folks if you could bring Alice over. We're going to give a full pardon. We're going to do it right now. That means you have been fully pardoned. That's the ultimate thing that can happen. That means you can do whatever you want in life and just keep doing the great job you're doing. So we're taking Alice from a commutation to a full pardon. And I'm going to sign it right now. And we're very proud of Alice and the job you've done. And what you represent. Shouldn't you be proud? Shouldn't you be happy about that? Sitting your full gut, shouldn't that pull on your heartstrings and it go to your mind and you say, using your intellect, say, he's doing something and freeing people that Biden and Obama didn't do. I'm just looking at it because, like I said, we don't have any dogs in this fight or in this hunt because we're not voting for either one because we are not in meritorious manumission we are not dixie crack coons we are not repub coons we are not independent coons or nonpartisan coons we are american black people and we are looking for the policies and this policy is good but all that's going to be wiped away you're going to see your uncle today. He's going to be back in jail tomorrow because if I know anything about a segregationist, he's not going to want what his legacy was, locking the super predators up to be dismantled. It's going to kick down the road, kick down the road, but you're in meritorious manumission. Your son, your daughter, your niece, your nephew might get wrapped up in the middle of all of it. But... You're okay because you you are a meritorious manumission. Let's continue. Last thing about it is that Dr. Anderson, aren't conditions in this country better for black folk than used to be? Yes. But guess what? 
is a ranking order, vertical order again, like this, vertical order, and it's go white, yellow, brown, black. Blacks are on the bottom. You're on the bottom. You're on the bottom in wealth. You're on the bottom in power. You're on the bottom with resources. You're on the bottom, bottom with everything. And you, but you're on a ladder. That's a vertical ladder. Now they ask you, were things bad during slavery? You say yes. They say, but things are better now. I think yes. You know why? Because the ladder went up. Everybody mm-hmm. went up. Everybody living better. But black folk are still under the bottom. Mm-hmm. And that's why they that's why they are permanent underclass. Blacks are a permanent underclass. The only permanent underclass. Everybody's in in this country, including Indians, get more resources, power, and resources than the government except black folk. I fight for black folk. I love black folk, even though half of them might not be worth a damn. But I still love them. Again, you have these two bills. Uh, Senator Tim Scott, uh, he uh, he's been uh, you know complaining that uh, Democrats uh, would not meet with him, would not. Uh, uh, speak, uh, you know, on the issue. They were going back and forth. The thing here, Reese, when you look at uh, really what's going on here, first of all, you always are going to have different versions in the House and the Senate. So there's a thing called committee. So typically what happens is after bill passes in the House and another bill passes in the Senate, then they have a conference committee and they get together and work those different things out. The reality is people have been arguing. The people in the streets, they were arguing, look, in order for this thing to work, there are things you're going to have to get rid of. And that is three things, qualified immunity, chokeholds, no-knock warrants. Democrats are saying if those three things, if those three things are not in the bill, we're not supporting it. Tim Scott, I I hear all those he's saying, he he addresses two of those. No-knock warrants, chokehold, does not address qualified immunity. So when Bill's now, he just told you, Roland just told you that we've been telling you on the show, he threw in the extra words about committee. I just said that the House and the Senate get together and they iron out the bill. So it's going to committee, right? So he adds that element to it. I swear that as I listen, I've been listening to more Roland lately and I swear that they're listening to us because it seems like every Every week or so, there's a topic that we talked about like three weeks ago, and it hits, right? That's like five weeks later. But anyway, look. They, the the Dixiecrats in the Senate, that includes Kumala and Corey, along with the other white senators, rejected this bill over it missing one element. The House bill had that element, and if they had come together, it would have been merged. Meanwhile, while they're arguing over that and say, wait until Biden gets in and he kicks down the road, look what happens in the real world while they're up there on Capitol Hill playing around and playing politics with American black lives. Look what happens in the real world. That is what's happening in the real world. That was a few days after, maybe a week after they scuttled the the Senate bill and started 
propping up the House bill and said, well, because the Republicans, the Republicans are never going to do the House bill. Yeah, because you told your Democratic, your Democrat colleagues, your Dixiecrat colleagues on the Senate side to turn away from their bill when you know how government is supposed to work. You're playing games. These officers would have automatically been picked up because of this bill that had teeth. But you're playing politics and you're voting for them playing politics, right? Listen, that's it for the day. We went all the way down to the wire. We will see you tomorrow with another episode of hashtag observations. TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, Tanya M. Congress. We'll see you tomorrow. There's nothing about Germany, why I made the curator's deck of the Hollywood French community. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.